0: This is my ship, the Shadow the Hedgehog, And after this is my... <laughs> my my prized ship, the Sonic Adventure 2 Batman.
1: <laughs> it's powered by chaos 7s Actually, it's powered by gas. Shut
0: up, Joe Penta.
1: Ooh.
0: Let me ask you something. If they told you you'd be out here taking orders from some black nerd, would you fucking done it? I get out of this fucking matrix, isn't a single fucking Italian guy. (laughs) Nothing. Guy, you won't believe what they got going
1: on. I want to be a Benson so I don't want to remember nothing. (laughs) My arms from the elbows down to be baseball bats. (laughs) They, uh, you know, they spin like windmills.
0: Welcome to the Scientology uh, anti-therapy pro internet 2.0 podcast right transversing where, the demiurge that's where we arrived from this right we like social media and we um are tired of bros using the red pill
1: that's right we're gonna and no it. therapy no therapy
0: no that is that was clear therapists <laughs> are bullshit so we're we're here discussing. Um, I don't the reclaiming of the red pill, I guess, right? suppose so, is. yeah, <laughs> what did you think? I mean, we're talking about the new matrix, what resurrection, I guess,
1: yeah, we're- resurrection's oh, plural, <laughs> oh okay,
0: well, it is two of them, so yeah, so yeah, um, I don't know, initial thoughts, I guess what do you what do you got? I'll give you my uh,
1: they kind of had me for the first third with some of the meta stuff. I kind of thought that if you were going to do a sequel to the matrix obviously the previous two you know are pretty bloated have their problems but if you did it meta that's at least like a salvageable the entertaining yeah. way to do a sequel to a big you know especially if it's the yeah. fourth one you know I two thirds get into like outside the matrix and they're working with the robots. And then it's like really bloated after that first third.
0: Yeah. Um I definitely agree that I thought the idea of like the meta concept of we're making games for Warner brothers and we're being forced to make a fourth one basically. Right. Which I assume is the reality for a lot of like franchises at this point, like, you know, Even people who made, like, the Urkel show didn't want to make it for 10 seasons. So I assume there's a lot of people, like, stuck with projects they don't really want. But in Hollywood, what are you going to do? Because you can't just turn one down, you know? Right, yeah. And, yeah, it's... The first part of it was, like, the idea of, like, being this meta idea of, like, well, we have to make this, and here's how we're going to make it. It was right. But then, like, yeah, when we start getting into, like, the return of... I don't know, the Merovingian and shit like that. It starts to get fucking weird, man. Like, I'm not sure what he's pissed about. Right. Um he seems like he really hates web 2.0. He don't yeah. wants to go back. He wants to go back to like rearranging your top 8. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: yeah. It's very odd. I don't know. Um where to start, I guess. So the movie starts with what? A program of Morpheus running in an infinite loop, basically
1: yeah, uh what was the term they used?: a modal.:
0: A modal, yeah. mm-hmm Right. Where Morpheus is waiting for Neo, we're looking for Neo, but I guess he's not capable of doing so without human intervention. Yeah. That part I didn't quite understand.
1: like I really did not get that whole beginning.
0: Yeah, the whole idea of like. Well, I needed like human intervention from somebody who took the red pill to like find me. So then I could realize I'm not an agent, even though I am half, and this is a lot of spoilers, obviously. Um, But even though I am half agent, (laughs) you know, and like (laughs) somehow um, these sort of like oppositional AI networks like made me into Morpheus again. I'm not quite sure what the fuck that was.
1: That's really confusing, especially because one, the new Morpheus is a mixture of Morpheus and Agent Smith, but you also have a rebooted new version of Agent Smith. So you have one and a half Agent Smiths running around, one of them being part Morpheus.
0: Yeah, that's true. And it's like, okay, so I get Morpheus has died in the real world because it's Mm -hmm. been. 60 years <laughs> uh, but um again somehow the robots figured out anti-aging technology but only use it on two people right which yep. doesn't quite add up seems like you just want to do that to everybody if you are using them as batteries but um so yeah morpheus is gone he's but he's been rewritten into like a program by neo before he blew up the last matrix i guess or just at, Was it as an accident by, like, the new Neo that Morpheus was written into the program? Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's not really clear, but yeah. Uh, Somebody wrote Morpheus into the fucking programming of the Matrix.
1: Yeah, well, the, the analysts did half of it, but... Morpheus does talk. The new Morpheus does talk to Neo as if it was Neo's idea to yeah. be in the Matrix, even though it seems like the it was the Analyst's idea
0: all along. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should touch on the Analysts because this is where we get into the fucking we're done with psychotherapy part. Yeah, no more of that Clarice. bullshit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is. The villain i guess as much as you can have a villain in a matrix movie he's what a pro he's the like base algorithm for the new matrix
1: he's maximizing their stats pretty much like he talks about he has those like long monologues that don't really make sense where he's like oh well we need people to be anxious that's what humans need to be and the more anxious they are like just trying to get their desire but not quite reaching it this will this vastly increases their energy output and that this is the key to resalvaging the already deteriorating efficiency of the matrix and providing the bioenergy to a machine civilization that's currently in civil war
0: yeah that's <laughs> another thing what the fuck is that yeah (laughs) why are the machines on like a hive mind in a civil war what (laughs) i don't know over energy too they're like yeah we have all power we are we're all knowing we have like human sentience but also we didn't properly figure how to budget out like these human batteries like oops and then they yeah there's a, like yeah there's a scene where it's explained like yeah the robots went to civil war it's like why the fuck would they go to civil war like they don't have the they equal distribution of resources Neo. figured out
1: yeah they, they say it's due to neo's uh intervention stopping what? agent smith but it's not explained how that caused the civil right war. it
0: seems like well the robots like somehow built like an underclass and it's like well why would they do that
1: uh they learned it from the humans. <laughs>
0: oh good call that's what you should have picked up from us yeah yeah the the one thing
1: yeah they do like explicitly say like oh well we have a scarcity problem both humans and the machines and this is what's causing us to like causes this war right which is interesting because they don't quite have that theme explicit in the first three matrix movies it's like obvious you know
0: yeah Why would the machines build to a point of scarcity? Right. That doesn't make any sense. Like, no. We're going to outbuild the resources that we have. That's what we do as all knowing computers.
1: Right. They don't reproduce sexually like humans, and they don't, like, virally reproduce asexually like Agent Smith did. Right.
0: Right? There's no reason for them to continue making, like, a bunch of sentinels and shit.
1: Yeah. And so I'm assuming that, um, Uh, they talk about how somehow neo kind of caused the matrix to decrease in 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 its energy output somehow and so i'm assuming the only way for this to work would be that the current population of the machines suddenly had less energy to go around and that's what started the civil war that's what me projecting into it you know? yeah
0: yeah it, it's just <laughs> man it seems really inefficient for a bunch of like all-knowing machines again it's, yeah it's not be like yeah we can figure out how to distribute power here like the idea that there's scarcity in a world of like a single hive mind the, the idea that there's like tribes to go to war you know what i mean that's yeah a ridiculous idea to think of with like a machine brain that is just Oh, yeah, we process all information at all times.
1: Right, you need a few seasons of Star Trek Next Generation for the Borg to start having internal factions in their yeah. mind. And it takes it's, a while to do that.
0: It's just odd to like, think, yeah, the robots are all pissed at each other for whatever reason. Hello. <laughs> yeah, the cat. Right,
1: uh, deja vu. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, the cat's <laughs> back. That's yeah. true. Which He's is a used... little weird. Go ahead. No, he's used in the art. I was just going to say he's used in the art of Mr. Anderson to make the cat in the first Matrix. Because, what, Neo hates cats for some reason?
1: Well, I I traced the black cat thing through the first three movies. In the first movie, um, Neo sees a black cat twice and then he's like oh it's deja vu yeah and then the team is like oh no someone the the, the agents have a uh, reformatted the matrix they're coming in the third movie the same black cat pops up i think after um neo defeats mr uh, i mean uh, agent smith um, and so it ends up becoming a specific black cat. As in the first movie, it, it doesn't matter that it's a black cat. It's just right. if you have it's, any. They saw deja it twice. Vu. Yeah, by the fourth movie, it's like, oh, there's a specific black cat called deja vu. But it's like, no, no, you're you're hypostatizing the experience of deja vu.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you Neil know, Patrick Harris, it is funny. It's to see him in. He's the new architect, right? I mean, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it is strange. Like, yeah, he's, like you said, it's this idea of, like, well, we're gonna, like, I'm a, like, weird fucking bizarro psychoanalyst who's gonna, like, find ways to keep people stressed out. It's like, first off, the the original Matrix seemed like it fucking sucked. Like, I remember those images, like, the lady walking home with her shopping bag and shit like that. The first Matrix was, like, green-tinted, and terrible looking so oh, i don't know yeah. how much more like anxious you could make people than like here's a constant like weird filter over your reality and everything sucks and then, like you live in a weird apartment buildings and like everything's green and there's just constant like firefights outside your house so yeah I don't well know, you like... know
1: what happened the the matrix gentrified
0: yeah yeah. From the
1: first to the fourth movie, because you remember the the first scene where uh the first scene of the first Matrix movie where Trinity is uh being chased by the agents, that's in the heart of the city, which is this run down, shitty tons of homeless people wandering around. You yeah, know, yeah,
0: that's a good point. Because in like the fourth the,
1: movie, it's gentrified.
0: The first thing I thought when they went to like um when Neo and the fucking his soy beta, like handler <laughs> yeah. that you loved so much <laughs> yeah but when yeah. when they first go to the coffee shop it's like where the fuck is this you yeah. know because yeah. like it doesn't fit with the original matrix of like not at all being in the matrix like yeah like coffee shop would be like a, a bodega basically you know yeah. it'd be yeah dusty as fuck but yeah seeing them go into like a coffee shop or seeing like seeing him in the offices of the game company and shit like that, it is like very odd because it's like, well, this is a very like clean version of the Matrix that you haven't seen before. Right,
1: in the first Matrix movie, uh, Trinity and Neo first meet each other face to face at some sort of cyber rave in a pretty dirty scene. In this movie, they meet in a generic coffee shop and like all the cyberpunk is gone except for in the real world. (laughs)
0: even the scene of him meeting morpheus you know compared mm. to like the 1990s like it job or like data entry like cubicle where he's at in the first one right right yeah he's in like a high-rise office at this point as like a major game developer and he manages you know he meets morpheus in like a ten thousand dollar bathroom somehow <laughs> right yeah. Compared to the first one, it's like, yeah, he's meeting him at the end of the office and he's like crawling out past like cubicle after cubicle where it's like this world looks like shit.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, it's definitely um, they did gentrify it. They made it look much nicer. Neo can go get like a cupcake or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it is it's strange. I don't know. And then we go on to what um, Trinity has to be woken up after Neo is freed. Right, um, right. We get the re-involvement of the Indian girl from the first one at the train station.
1: Mm-hmm. Sassy, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and oh, we forgot. Um, Will Smith, his wife, Jada Pinkett, is back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The o- the only one besides like Trinity who's back, actually. I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is surprising because I don't understand... Well, I guess Lawrence Fishburne is supposed to be dead, but I feel like that's a, a result of him not agreeing to be there,
1: <laughs> in the real world as opposed yeah, to the
0: yeah. The Matrix. That's what I mean. Like I him being dead in like the real world of the movie The Matrix is like a result of him in the real world of this life being like no thanks. We're three layers deep now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was definitely like you know I'm good. He's yeah. old though. I mean uh keanu reeves is like i don't know he's smoked enough pot that like, he's like yeah i can just hang out i can be in like <laughs> yeah. cyberpunk and like i can be in the, another matrix and shit like that
1: another john wick etc yeah, exa- yeah exactly
0: yeah <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> yeah He he's just kind of like you know i'm hanging out with dog star or what the fuck ever and hey if somebody <laughs> calls me up for a movie yeah sure i'm up for it you want another bill and ted's you got it man like I mean it seems like he'll sign on for anything and like he he's like a not broke Nicholas Cage actually kind of yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he's just like yeah I'm up for this but yeah um I don't know they go on to the, what trinity and he have to be kept like within a certain distance of each other to be the most powerful battery of all the batteries
1: that really breaks everything <laughs> down because at that point like my understanding is the Matrix requires may possibly hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people plugged into the Matrix to generate all this energy. But this movie condenses it all to we need these two individuals for the whole thing to work. And it, it just doesn't make plot sense to me, you know? Yeah,
0: they're like a nuclear reactor in like a world <laughs> full of like coal reactors, right?
1: They're the only ones with a good romantic relationship
0: (laughs) yeah as long as they're like electricity fields they're like their chakras are kept close enough to each other to not like activate each other it's okay (laughs) and then you get like unlimited free energy and that's why i don't know the supreme robot council fucking lets like the analyst have extra time to try and like trick fucking keanu reeves to coming back into the matrix
1: yeah do you know what this reminded me of uh did you ever see that movie um uh forgotten about the mother who's like aliens come down and do an experiment on her where they wipe her memories of her own child and then she slowly remembers she had a child and she's trying to figure out what happened to the child but the aliens have erased all this have you do you remember this so it's kind of like that movie. Um, where it's like Keanu, he just has to remember Trinity, you know, regardless of what yeah. the matrix does.
0: And she has to remember him though. She has to yeah. leave that's another she has to leave Chad. That's <laughs> what you have to understand. You have to the, get rid of the virgin. Well, you have to go with the Virgin Neo to get rid of the Chad.
1: Yeah yeah sorry chad the gamer gets the girl the milf (laughs) as far as like
0: the reclaiming the red pill thing goes i'm not sure what the hell like how i was supposed to get that lesson from this do you have any Um, idea
1: the gender politics is really basic so like trinity is in a very um unsatisfying marriage with children the children keep getting hurt like they're gonna like die any day now because they keep i don't know (laughs) Falling out of cars or whatever, eating bugs and like it's Trinity's going to the
0: coffee shop and talking to another man. Duh.
1: Yeah, and then a ch- <laughs> child has to get her to go to the hospital. pretty simple. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's being punished by God. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I thought that was weird because like Keanu is being controlled by his therapist, and Trinity's being controlled by children and her man. You know.
0: Yeah, it's it. Even like the last scene where like they finally I don't, shake hands, mm-hmm. the most powerful gesture known to man, obviously. <laughs> um, but even the final scene where they shake hands, like the the husbands in there, like I was confused for a minute because he's like, "Let's go." She's hurt. She broke her arm. She got hit by a car. <laughs> I was like, "What the? F- what is this?" Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's like the Matrix's best plan is like. Your daughter got hit by a car. Don't you want to be at the hospital when she gets her cast on?
1: Well, it's kind of funny. All four of the Matrix movies present the life world of the Matrix as being very generic, bland, and like very simplistic, sort of, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like the cubicles and what, just like Scribner stuff, you know?
0: they should add more world wars or something you know have some more yeah. powers fight make china go to war with the united states <laughs> i mean hypothetically what it's like billions of people right it's it's everyone on earth right. at this point hey why yeah. not i yeah. mean well like my, this hey, is what, what at least
1: the third instantiation maybe the fourth at least
0: wouldn't there be like some hypothetical where it's like oh i am robot nation a right and i control all the people in like china and like oh here's robot nation b the dumbass like junior partner who controls the united states like well i'm just gonna use my fucking bots inside like the china the chinese part of the matrix to nuke the united states and then like all their batteries are dead like couldn't you hypothetically attack in the matrix too
1: you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, espionage they'd... within the matrix, yeah,
0: yeah. They should have. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> I'm giving yeah. you robots ideas. Yeah,
1: especially with the civil war. Yeah. Have
0: you ever watched the Animatrix?
1: Yeah, I love it. I, I really I, like those. Yeah,
0: I do too. Actually, it's it's been a long time since I've seen it, but it helps make a lot of sense of the story because, like you said, the second and third movies kind of lose you. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. who knows where the fuck they're going those albino twins uh the merovingian the first time oh my gosh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. this merovingian i don't know what the fuck was up with that like he he's bitching about western culture not being as good
1: yeah and that's really weird because like i forgot that the merovingian had been in the second version of the matrix where everything was bad yeah and uh all his henchmen are like vampires and werewolves so like they're from a the gothic matrix but they made it into the third matrix which is just 1999 but now they're in the fourth matrix and they're just like hobos
0: yeah, I wasn't sure what the fuck that was. I'm, the I albino twins should have been back, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I recognize
1: any of the henchmen in this one.
0: No, I didn't either. Then why not bring back the twins? Oh, people yeah. People love them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember walking past playgrounds when the second Matrix came out, and people were like, I'm t- the albino twin number one. <laughs> <laughs> and another yeah, kid was cool. like, yeah, I'm albino twin number two. <laughs> <laughs> People love those characters.
1: Oh, yeah. And that
0: freeway scene. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely turns out to be something strange, man. I don't know what the fuck. And then at the end, they both have superpowers. Let's, we'll spoil that right now. I don't know why. Uh, what, Trinity's also the one? Yeah, seems like. I, yeah, that's basically it, right? It's like, well, it turns out you can't that's what it is that's how you got rid of the red pill you made equality you were like well you know what the male one can't be the one without the female one right so what if it's a partnership?
1: yeah if you compare it to like a kind of similar cyberpunk uh franchise of like aeon flux did you see those animations i did not um it aired in the 1991 through 1995 and in that one you have a male and female counterpart who have like fighting sex scenes like one of them is a, the trevor goodchild is a totalitarian uh despot and then uh aeon or monica she's like this anarchist and she keeps trying to overthrow his governments and they keep fighting and fucking and uh but anyway they're kind of like male and female mythological counterparts and it just felt weird that in the Matrix it's just the one is this dude (laughs) yeah. and Trinity doesn't seem I mean she's a counterpart you know Neo Trinity whatever but
0: yeah it's just it's strange I don't know the the sudden like emphasis where it's like you know what also he needs Trinity all the time like that was not implied in any of the first three movies at all like, I, I guess you could say what at the end of the third one? Right. Like, where he's like, oh, yeah, he has to sacrifice himself for Trinity, but then, like, they both die. So. Yeah. And at the end the of purpose. the
1: second one, he has to choose between uh returning to the source to stop the invasion of Zion or he can save Trinity.
0: Yeah. He does um, both, though, right?
1: Yeah, he does both, kind of. Of course.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this time he has to choose between like I don't, I don't know, waking Trinity up or letting like letting his therapist tell him what's best for him, which is disgusting. If I yeah, the
1: stakes so. of this one was weird because their rescue plan was he would he would meet the analyst, um convince Trinity to go with him to leave the matrix. And if the analyst did not let Trinity go, then Neo would kill himself. Um, right. And so the stakes are lower than what it was at the end of the
0: second and third movies. And the reason she leaves is so stupid. It's just like, hey, <laughs> hey, quit reminding me I have a stupid ass daughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. i'm trying to fucking forget that my dumbass daughter's in the hospital again like Mm -hmm. you kids are in the hospital every week shut the fuck up i'm going with neo actually that's kind of funny now that i think about it
1: that whole scenario (laughs) is really funny because she's just seeing this guy like she's married and has kids but she keeps seeing this stranger in a coffee shop and she's like I kind of want to be named Trinity, not Tiffany. Because yeah, of this I don't like video name. game designer.
0: Yeah, and I'm sick of you telling me I got kids. Yeah. Like, and that's another part that was funny. Yeah, I mentioned that to you the other night, but the part that's funny to me is like thinking that like Trinity is like this middle aged housewife meets a game designer in a coffee shop. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna go home and play that whole trilogy of games that this man made i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna see if i relate to this character even more (laughs) it's (laughs) it's funny to think of it's like well no nobody would do that right yeah yeah any reasonable human being would like be like wow that's weird all right well i have shit to do (laughs) like sorry yeah yeah it's so weird because
1: even the analyst like tells like neo the the idea of you being a video game nerd is like absurd. It's like, okay, well, you kind of designed this analyst. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, it is it's funny because it's like like I said, even the idea of them being like, Oh, we're obligated to the Warner Brothers to make another one. Like, mm-hmm. whoops, oh, and like that's what drives him insane, is also another like funny kickoff to the movie. It's like, you know what? I'm sick of production meetings, I'm gonna fucking quit taking my pills. Which I agree with. Yeah.
1: you <laughs> should. You if you're
0: in a production meeting, yeah, fuck quit taking your pills. We didn't have one before this. Nah, I refuse to have one. So but no, it is it, the it's funny that like before we watched it, you mentioned like, oh well <laughs> basically like I hope psychotherapy doesn't get demonized by this. <laughs> it's like, well, whoops, sorry, buddy. <laughs> it turns out to be exactly what happened
1: it's kind this of is, <laughs> yeah this is
0: the scientology matrix
1: it to be fair i mean yeah it is poking at therapy as like some sort of like foucauldian system of control you know it's kind of like what like someone reading like michelle foucault would say oh it's just another you know yeah, uh, yeah. Of disciplining people labor you know to make them more productive and like help them you know keep their job and keep producing bioenergy or whatever you know it's biopower whatever but <laughs> uh um but at the same time also it's kind the analyst as a character is weird because he's play acting as a therapist but his actual role is as pretty much a video game designer
0: the architect
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah he's known he's just that was exactly what I thought when I saw it, like when he explained his role is like oh this is just the architect character yeah, you know, yeah, with a new name so yeah it is funny though that he's just hey he's the slimy therapist that you don't trust <laughs> yeah. you know the one that's telling you you're fucked up for thinking you're in the matrix like no which honestly I think sends the wrong message to people who are red pilled oh how's that which one which way <laughs> the idea of like hey your therapist is an asshole Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I probably not good. I would say that's probably the wrong message for like people who have been like yeah, I'm red pilled. I'm watching like in the matrix with like 3X's and shit on YouTube. You know, yeah. people like that, it was like yeah, they probably shouldn't be told like yeah, your therapist is a fucking psychopath too. Like those yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an
1: anti-family message, which I'm okay with, and then the anti-therapy message, which I'm sort of okay with, but the i mean i think what bugs me more about it is he's not really a therapist like he's he's a mixed character like the architect is the architect Mm -hmm. you know what he does the analyst well he play acts as a therapist but really he's just like a a efficiency maximizer architect guy yeah he
0: is he is the that's what i mean he's the architect at the same time character
1: yeah, so but he's like, not really like an analyst, you know. His
0: role is to like monitor Neo to make sure like <laughs> his battery genitals don't get too close to Trinity's battery genitals.
1: There's <laughs> just something off with the metaphor, yeah. Of, like that character is just mixed for me. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, quite link
0: up. A... It's funny, but I, I don't know. Overall, like the movie's something. I'll give it that. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Yeah. It's just gets like bloated with the real world stuff that breaks down which is the problem with the previous two sequels too you know this is the thing
0: what did you learn from re-watching the previous ones because I did not do that in preparation
1: um I it's interesting because like
0: how do the twins fit in
1: how do the twins fit in the Merovingian um there's a lot of cool elements that could have been rearranged dramatically um so for example in the third movie um it only depicts the matrix for the first 20 minutes and then for the rest of that third movie almost entirely it happens in the real world until the final like 30 or so minutes with the fight with agent smith Um, In the second movie, nothing happens dramatically for the first 40
0: minutes. So, like, that's the one that opens up with him like beating a bunch of Agent Smiths, right?
1: Yes. And then he flies away. There's like no consequences. There's some (laughs) politics at Zion that don't really add up to anything, really. (laughs) Yeah. It, It could have been rearranged dramatically, but even then. I'm not even convinced because like fans will say oh I I love the first movie but if only they did this this and this for the sequels they could have fixed the sequels but I kind of suspect that the first movie was great but there was no way you could create a sequel that would be satisfying afterwards because like Neo is God by the end of that first one and the more you get involved with the outside, you know, world of Zion and the machines and what, it gets convoluted, even without Agent Smith.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And that's like...
1: It gets really
0: bloated. What Agent Smith is is a whole other story, honestly, because like, oh, we have this weird agent who's also like infected by a virus. Like, um, I watched this one again today. Right. We're trying to explain it to like my 10 year old son in like terms of a computer program. Right. Yeah. Because he can at least wrap his head around that.
1: Yeah. But it's like, yeah.
0: man, it's so hard to explain like what the concept of a fucking agent is like. It's like an antiviral software, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: like it, it's just so fucking difficult because it's like, damn, dude, like it, this gets so convoluted at some yeah. point.
1: I attempted to classify your species and I discovered you are <laughs> not a mammal.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> the agent Smith attorney is like the guy who's in charge of his, like Tom Anderson's company, you know, like, yeah, it's so fucking goofy. <laughs> like, and, and then I don't, what I, oh, another shit, another part I didn't understand was when he comes back mm. um Agent Smith comes back to the bar where Neo and the analysts are fighting. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And somehow Agent Smith is more powerful than ever. And I don't fucking know how he was like, yeah, I can't beat the analyst unless Neo is dead. But also like I've come back right now to beat the analyst and I'm more powerful than him. Right. Like what, what? I don't know I what don't, changed there yeah like i don't understand he was like well i need you he literally told neo like i need you dead to yeah. complete my fucking plans yeah and yeah. then he comes back and he's just like you know what i'm actually faster than you that sucks like i'm gonna kick your ass and your fucking cat's ass like dumbass. like fuck you and i'm like well how do you get more powerful than both of them when like he said he literally he literally said he could not do that? like right. I I got lost on that one too. Yeah, <laughs> is, I didn't get it. <laughs> it yeah. was interesting. It was interesting to see like temporary like alliance between fucking sure. Keanu sure. Reeves and Agent Smith. I'll give him that. You know, that was fun, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's always fun to see like the villain, like hero dynamic turned on its head for a couple minutes. You know, but other than that, like, yeah, it made no sense, man. And I would say, uh, overall, that's probably my appraisal of this movie. Made no fucking sense. Yeah. What do you got?
1: Um, Doesn't make sense. Uh, I, that first third, I would rewatch. I mean, there's something about seeing the whole, like, soy face corporate world where it's like <laughs> this uncanny. I see people like that in Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Like, I see people like that. I hear big people talk folk. like that. Yeah, big city folk. Like, that's scarily real. Even though, I mean, yeah, it could be kind of grating seeing these corporate types. I don't know if it's going to be funny the second time watching, but you know, I don't know. I appreciated that. Um, yeah. I don't know how this is going to be received by the wider culture, if at all, relative to the first
0: movie. Um, you know? It does not seem to be doing well. Um, Rotten Tomatoes' reviews are at like, 70%, which is not good for yeah. such a huge, like, blockbuster, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's odd to see um, ratings so low for something so big. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It was... That's, it suffers from its own complexity, dude. It, it's so confusing, you know? It's just, like you got to figure out a simpler way to tell this story and uh, starting it with like the at the matrix or a trilogy of games was a good starting point but where the fuck you went from there like i don't know
1: yeah and there's also the whole gnosticism thing going on too which (laughs) it's interesting the first movie but then after that it doesn't there's no way to develop it it becomes just like a christ allegory but then the allegory yeah. doesn't really tell you anything he's like oh i i do things because i choose to do them and it's like that's not a reason to do stuff but it was <laughs> just read, like yeah
0: Just read like valis by like philip k dick
1: yeah yeah you yeah, can read uh yeah yeah gnostic literature yeah uh watching on flux because it's the same thing every episode maybe but like in new check ways, out some you know? like
0: um I don't know, uh, Kurt Vonnegut or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a
0: good channel for that. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Not blockbuster
1: reboots. Yeah.
0: Well, it's been fun. I don't know what the fuck that movie was, but are there going to be more?
1: I really hope not. Because like this movie made the argument that maybe there shouldn't be another Matrix, you know?
0: the flying off in this sunset shit
1: yeah Miss me with it
0: man no thank you <laughs> yeah they good they night everybody that. yeah <laughs> this is a regular episode from now on it doesn't matter so <laughs> Yes. It's not about what technology can do, it's about what you can do with it. You're the voice, and it's the microphone. When you're the artist, it's the paintbrush. We are living in the future we always dreamed of.